0: the All Things XR Podcast where you can get the best AR VR analyzers from the biggest names in the field. Everyone, welcome to the All Things XR podcast. I'm Mojtaba. In today's episode, we have a conversation with Elon Greenspoon, co-founder of equa Three D. Hi, Elon.
1: Hi, Mojtaba. Thank you so much for inviting me to uh, to be part of this podcast episode.
0: Thanks very much. Welcome to the All Things XR podcast. Can you tell us more about yourself and what you do?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, So as you mentioned, my name is Alon. I'm the founder of a company called Echo3D. We are a cloud platform for 3D, AR, and VR applications, which basically means that we provide tools and network infrastructure for developers and companies who want to build games, AR, VR experiences, and any 3D application that you can imagine. Um, Think of it the same way if you're building a website and you're storing images and videos on some remote cloud. With Echo, you store 3D models, animations, interactive content, and then stream that to game engines and mobile devices and web browsers all over the world.
0: That's great. That's great. Um, so, uh, Alon, what is your background and how did you end up in AR?
1: So, I did my master's in computer science at Columbia University, specializing in AR and VR um, and kind of human-computer interaction. Um, before that, I did my undergrad in computer science, electrical engineering, focusing on Cloud and network infrastructure. So I'm kind of a full on nerd and certified um, and big believer in the kind of intersection of cloud and um, kind of 3D content. But it all started for me um, actually on the Microsoft store in Fifth Avenue in New York. Um, I went there with my dad and they had an exhibition with the HTC Vive. Wow. That was, I think, six years ago. I tried it on for the first time and I was just completely, completely um, kind of immersed in the VR experience that literally changed my life. After <laughs> that, I felt like, oh my God, this is the future. I need to be a part of this. I need to study this. And that that moment of like trying to the HTC Vive for the first time, I think I played uh, Tilt Brush um, was the, the first moment I said, I need to be a part of this. And then I kind of applied to Columbia and, and after that started the company and here we are.
0: Uh huh. Great, great. So Elon, can you tell us more about Echo 3D? What was the initial idea behind it?
1: Um, so we really saw um, that people are using kind of um, 3D content in, in new applications, if it's gaming, if it's, um, if it's um, e-commerce, and there's no really easy cloud solution um, to, to stream content. And then we sa- decided to build Echo. Um, my, going back to my kind of origin story at Columbia University, uh, my thesis project was taking CT and MRI scans, converting them into 3D models, and then um, basically streaming them to Microsoft HoloLens. Um, it was a really cool experience. It was a really cool, amazing kind of use case of AR in the OR. But then um, the problem was that I had to do something I really, really hate. And that's waking up really early in the morning, going to the hospital, taking those 3D scans, converting the 3D models, rebuild the application. And that process, you know, took so much time and and and, and effort. And when talking to other developers who are building applications outside of the medical domain for um, e-commerce and training and data visualization, they basically all said the same thing that there is no easy way to manage and deliver 3D data. So my co-founders and I said, okay, these problems were solved in 2D. You don't need to be a web developer to update a blog post. You drag and drop an image or video, suddenly that works. Let's build something for that, for 3D content. Uh, And here we are.
0: (laughs) Great, so how does Echo 3D works? What is the process if I'm a developer, if I'm a user and et cetera, how I approach Echo 3D and use it?
1: So you can literally go to our website right now, register for free. Um, we have a free kind of limited tier, um, and all of our paid plans start with a free tier, but basically one of the things that is core to our company is making sure that your time to hello world is super, super, um, quick. So we even run a workshop of like how to build a cloud connected 3d app in 15 minutes or less, you register, you get a project key and you're ready to go. You can drag and drop images, videos, 3D models, uh, almost like, dra- you know, dropping and, dra- and dragging files to a Dropbox, and they will be automatically available in web WebAR or streamed to game engines like Unity.
0: Uh-huh. So who's the target audience for Echo 3D?
1: So now we really focus on, on developers and creators. We have over 12,000 um, AR, VR, and 3D developers on our platform who are, again, building applications for gaming and data visualization and training. Um, and companies who use Echo at scale, um, for example, is one of the biggest mobile art um, marketing agencies in Japan who are using us to build AR ads, or companies in New York who are building a kind of VR Zoom solutions who um, use us to store and stream 3D models. Um, so a lot of kind of um, innovative companies who are trying to inject 3d content, um, into their domain, use echo to, um, accelerate their, their streaming processes. Mm-hmm.
0: Great. Uh, Elan, uh, the previous name was, um Echo AR. Did you pivot from Echo AR to, uh, Echo 3d or it was just a change in name?
1: Yeah. So that's a great question. So in the beginning we started with Echo AR because we felt that AR is such a kind of mobile medium, right? Everyone has an AR kind of device in their in their pocket, it's a phone, and you need, in order to create Pokemon Go-like experiences, you need to have streaming, you need to have location-based um, um, kind of services. But then as time passed, suddenly VR is also mobile because you have tetherless, wireless headsets like the Oculus Quest. Exactly. That didn't happen when we started the company literally a few years ago. Um, so the industry really, really changed. Same thing with kind of content, suddenly you see more um, non-obvious industries using game engines. But the, and, and they can use Echo to stream data to that. So we saw that like when well, we started with AR, VR as a vertical, I'm sorry. When we started with AR as a vertical, suddenly we expanded to VR and then we expanded to gaming and then we expanded to also like we had to kind of update the name to Echo 3D because everyone was asking, wait, but I can use this for VR, wait, but I can use this for gaming, wait, but I can use this for e-commerce. So we said, okay, Echo 3D is definitely the way to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. Um, Elon, why do you think um, 3D content will matter in more in the years to come?
1: Oh, that's a fantastic question. So, if you think about it, people who are kind of younger than you and me are kind of fully immersed in camera first applications these mm-hmm. days. TikTok, Snapchat, these are the new mediums. Like the camera is the new feed, 3D content with face filters or just kind of uh, spatial content is all the rage. Um, I don't see these generations graduating back to 2D interfaces, to scrolling a feed or looking at a wall. Um, they need that 3D content. They you love to interact with it. We're seeing social networks like non-obvious social networks like Fortnite. it's a literally a massive social network that people have their own avatar in 3d they interact with other players in the 3d environment and i think it's really timely with this kind of podcast recording that yesterday we have facebook now yeah. called meta really doubling down on 3d content 3d environments understanding that that's where the future is going Um, and we're big believers in that future. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, One of the main obstacles right now for 3D content is the creation of these contents. 3D scanning apps, uh, Apple LiDARs, and also new softwares like Object Capture and new researchers on uh, deep learning are making it easier. But still, there's a lot of room to improve. Um, What do you think about the future of 3D content generation?
1: yeah so i'm definitely definitely kind of drinking the kool-aid when it comes to 3d connotation i think like you mentioned with the lidar scanner this means like every person that has an iphone right now can generate a 3 asset and upload it to um to the cloud um we had once apple kind of introduced their lidar scanner we had a few super users who would just use it to scan their apartments automatically upload that to echo and Bam, you can stream that back to anywhere in the world that people can literally teleport into their apartments. An amazing use case. So I think the barrier for content creation is um, going down considerably. Um, And I think we have more and more um, kind of tools to do that. Um, Adobe is doing fantastic work in that regard. Um, Microsoft has um, a few tools like a Paint 3D application. Um, So I think the more time will pass, the more easier it will be to create 3D content. But again, like you mentioned with the iPhone um, and kind of LiDAR sensors there, this is kind of the new normal. Like LiDAR sensors inside your phone is kind of a standard at this point. So I think the minute that people can literally generate 3D content with their own phones, um, then, then the, 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 that kind of moment is here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. Alon, um, uh, you recently raised a $4 million fund. Congratulations on that. Um, Thank can you, you so tell much. us more about the details of raising funds for a startup in your field and what was uh, the process like?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. It's definitely timely because if you think about it, we also raised um, in times of COVID. Um, mm-hmm. We raised everything remotely. We met our investors um, on Zoom um, and we closed around never physically meeting them. Uh, when I met them for the first time in person, when they flew in for our first board meeting in New York, I was like, oh my God, they're much taller than I imagined. <laughs> um, so it's definitely a crazy time. I would never have imagined that this kind of would be the status quo of even two years ago. Um, but again, here we are. Um, it's it's Fundraising is hard, but it has fun, right? Fundraising. So um, it is fun. Um, cause you get to meet a lot of people, you get to meet, um, to talk with a lot of people about your vision, about your company. Um, and the good thing about fundraising is that at the end, when it ends, you're basically racking up an amazing group of supporters and people who actually believe in your vision. Um, and it's something that I also kind of advise to other entrepreneurs when you're fundraising make sure you have that kind of founder investor fit that these are people that you want on your cap table these are people that you kind of want exactly. um, to work with but also that you you know you kind of share that common vision um where the future is going how the company will be part of that future um and i think we found that with uh, convoy ventures um in space capital and reimagine ventures and the angels that we have from um, Datadog and facebook and github um every one of them is an amazing amazing supporter for for kind of vision and, and like where do you want to take the company
0: hmm Yeah, yeah, great. Um Elon, as you mentioned, one of your angel investors is from Facebook. And um as you mentioned, uh the latest Facebook news and its rebranding to Meta. What do you think about that?
1: I am loving it. We've been waiting, like the ARVR community has waited for so long for one of kind of the big companies to really double down on on AR and VR. And we saw that with Microsoft, like doubling down on hardware with the HoloLens. We saw that with Apple doubling down on kind of um, the LiDAR scanner, like you mentioned. Google has AR features in um, Google Maps and all of their kind of pixel hardware. But now we're seeing a company um, like Facebook literally changing their name to kind of be focused solely on 3D AR and VR. Um, showcasing that that's the future, that's where kind of um, the kind of new internet web three or whatnot is heading. um, And I'm all for it. Um, I think it's great. I think it's great for the industry. This is kind of our iPhone moment that everyone's been waiting for. Um, And again, I'm so happy to have investors um, that kind of saw that vision um, early on.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah completely agree um Elon, uh, one of the recent technologies in providing 3d content is uh, streaming them and only providing users with the 2d image of a certain angle of that object have you also implemented the streaming of 3d content uh, by that means in uh, echo 3d and what do you think about that
1: yeah definitely so um built into echo 3d one of our biggest value propositions is that kind of data mitigation that when you upload content to echo we automatically convert can compress it so it will be available everywhere um and also easily available so you can upload any file format if it's fbx gltf usdz you name it, and then our platform will automatically convert it to all the other formats, and when you query it, it will stream the right format that you need. Um, When it comes to specific angles or locations, you can literally upload a 2D image to Echo, and that will be converted to a 3D sticker that you can share with anyone and anywhere, literally in less than 15 seconds. Um, So these are really, again, like, cool things that we're kind of trying to solve and make sure that people can stream data all over the world easily um, and also have kind of that, you know, uh, main, um content management place to to stream data if it's for unity or android or ios and to switch between the two really easily uh, what we're seeing right now is all like we talked about facebook all these companies are trying to create kind of their own metaverse or the kind of their own content and we look at echo as kind of the ether between all these metaverses trying to kind of stream data between them between devices between um, worlds so you can kind of share data all, everywhere um the same way we kind of understand the Notion of a kind of two D cloud, basically a remote way to stream images and videos. A three D cloud, what we're building an Echo, um, is really something exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Elon, uh, you know, on your website, you have mentioned uh, the analytics feature of Echo three D. Um, what are the main use cases for these analytics, and how can they use these uh, analytics to improve their applications and services?
1: Oh, that's a great question. So if you think about it, 2D images, you as a user, you can't move an image or a video on a website. But a 3D couch can be moved across the room. Um, So that location, that interaction of users with content, is, is really unique to 3D experiences. And these analytics, these metrics, need to be updated on the cloud. So you can store where your users are coming from, how they're interacting with the content, are they clicking it, are they moving around it. Um, you can store, you can even check if you have, let's say you're doing an e-commerce application and you have two couches, one is green and one is red, you can see that most people are streaming the red couch, that means it's more popular, um, and you can sell more of that wow. variant. Um, so there's so many things that are, again, location aware, but also kind of content aware that is really interesting. Um, that again, you just don't have in 2D. There's no kind of, you know, you, you don't choose between images or, or you don't choose between videos. You just interact, or you just like play them or look at them. And in 3D, content is so much, intera- so much more interactive and so much more um, kind of, uh, again, spatial, because I can have one app that when I open it in New York, I'm going to see a 3D model of the Empire State Building. But when I open it in San Francisco, I'm going to see the Golden Gate Bridge. And all these metrics, like what people are viewing, where they're coming from, this is something they're going to monitor through Echo's analytics engine.
0: Mm-hmm yeah that's great that's great um alan uh, one of the use uh, uses of 3d content in echo 3d is in nft projects most of the nft projects right now are in 2d what do you think about the nft space as a whole and what do you think about the role of 3d content in nft projects
1: I am so excited about this. I mean, again, who knew that NFTs or like I would look at it as just a subvertical of e-commerce, which becomes <laughs> such an amazing thing, right? Like people are selling on over the internet digital goods. Even though those goods are kind of again are non-existent but they're Mm -hmm. digital and they're amazing and people find value in it so i'm definitely um, a big supporter of that some of our clients used echo to build an nft marketplace so echo is basically their kind of uh, backbone for that nft marketplace and we have one example of an amazing creator based in l.a they created this kind of trading game um, um, kind of nft marketplace and they would create kind of um, basically these trading cards that they sell they upload them to Echo. They did, I think, eight drops all sold out. The one that they used Echo with for like um, kind of AR visualization sold in 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> so there's definitely a lot of value here because again, specifically in e-commerce and specifically in this world that we're living in right now that everyone's remote, everyone's on Zoom, try before you buy or kind of visualize before you do a purchase. This is really important. And AR is a classic use case for that. So I think there's a lot to kind of you know um, talk about in the intersection between NFTs, digital content and AR VR um and again the more we kind of um further this technology you know more digital goods could be um sold through echo Mm -hmm.
0: yeah yeah um so what are the fields that use uh, echo 3d the most i mean gaming or product showcasing as you mentioned nfts etc
1: yeah so the biggest verticals that we're seeing right now are um basically gaming e-commerce um advertisements and training these are kind of the big four When i would say kind of um it's i think it's gaming and e-commerce kind of head to head and then um advertising and then and then training um but the cool thing about echo because we're getting that bird's eye view of what people are streaming we can have literally that data of what people are building and what people kind of are more inclined to use and that's how we kind of cater a lot of our features if we see a lot of users using um, um, kind of going after the gaming vertical, we created a really cool SDK for Unity, for example. And we actually Echo is actually a verified solution partner with Unity. Um, so we we're again, we're we're getting that kind of understanding of what people are building. And we also have in the Echo Console, we have an, my favorite page, which is the Inspiration page, that's just filled with amazing projects that people are building. And you can actually go and see for yourself what the community is building, what people want to use three D content for, and get that sense of like. Like you mentioned like what are the strongest verticals of 3d Uh uh-huh
0: yeah yeah for sure um elon you have created quite of an infrastructure with echo 3d and i'm sure you faced many engineering challenges along the way what are the main engineering challenges you had to solve to make echo 3 d work on different platforms uh, from mobile phones to game engines like unity to web and how you optimize your content for each platform
1: yeah that's a fantastic question so the biggest one in the beginning was kind of conversion and compression so you get like a 500 megabyte model but apple only supports streaming of five megabyte model. so like, how, how do you kind of figure that out so we had to do a lot of kind of poly count reduction and decimation of models and create our own algorithms that will basically create the best version of a model even though it's kind of smaller and decimated it will still look really really good um, so we had to kind of focus on that a lot in the beginning and then also um kind of hooking up all the kind of network of servers all around the world if you have an application that again you have users in um japan or new york or our um or anywhere else in the world or europe you need to have um a server that basically allows your users to get the fastest download and freshest content so with echo automatically we had to kind of set up um this algorithm that distributes data to different servers makes sh- sure that different servers spawn in different times to basically serve different users uh, and that was definitely definitely challenges so but what we were able once we were able to do that then we saw that fit with users like this is what they want this is what they need in order to build like highly scalable 3d applications
0: mm-hmm Great. Um, Elon. as we all know, there are other players in the field of 3D content, like, for example, Sketchfab. Uh, we had Alvan Danyal from Sketchfab in previous episodes of All Things XR Podcast. And as you know, Sketchfab got acquired by Epic Games a few months ago. Now, what's your strategy if such bigger players come into your field and try to compete with Echo 3D?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So Sketchfab did a fantastic job. Um, Alban and then and, and kind of um, Sketchfab are also a, a tech source company like like Echo and also based in New York. Um, so that's obviously a kind of a cool story too. Um, they did a phenomenal job when it comes to content aggregator, aggregation. Right, so kind of a step before Echo in the funnel of like getting a lot of content, making sure there's a place for content creators to kind of um, build content. Um, we actually have a Sketchfab integration that you can kind of search Sketchfab for a model, then mm-hmm. import that to Echo, right. and then stream that model to Unity and uh, and iPhones and Androids and anything. Um, so I think that's kind of the, the interesting thing. There's a lot of companies that kind of there's really obvious synergies if if Sketchfab is really focused on kind of content aggregation, um, Echo is focused on content management and streaming. So here we are. Um, and when it comes to kind of our kind of you know um, exit strategy in a sense, like I'm. My vision here is to to IPO is the AWS for 3D, like my kind of the thing that I want most is going to create that next generation cloud solution that is really catered for 3D content. Um, And and again, going back to our conversation about like investors, our investors feel the same way, like that's kind of a shared vision that we have and where we want the company to go. And these are obviously conversations that you're having during your fundraising process. Um, So for all the founders kind of listening in, listen again really kind of think about like where you want to take the company find comparable stories to companies who did similar stuff and how they kind of um exited um and this is something that you obviously have to have a conversation with your investors
0: mm-hmm. great great um uh, Alan, uh, as you mentioned uh facebook rebranding uh to meta is a great sign for all um, the activists in AR and VR. And um, it's sure that uh, other com- big companies, other fan companies um, like Apple, Google, and uh, other players will come into the field. But um, who do you think has the best chance? Or do you think that a startup in this field, in the field of metaverse, um, also has a chance to be a big player in this field?
1: A hundred percent. I mean, think of like even the web in general. Like all the companies that we now call as like the big tech companies didn't exist ten years ago. Like all of us are, are literally older than, than Google. Um <laughs> so a hundred percent yes. Um what I am again I'm super excited about that these big companies that are really the ones driving hardware are now really, really focused on that. You see even companies like Apple, everyone's waiting for their glasses. You see their job descriptions, they are hiring ARVR developers like Mad. Um This is a good sign that people, I mean, are looking for the next iPhone, are looking for like kind of ARVR glasses that are kind of um, consumer ready. Um, There are some big companies already that are doing um, a phenomenal job, like Nreal and, 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 um, kind of other companies are creating AR, VR glasses. Um, so I'm super, super optimistic. And for startups, this is actually the best time to kind of find the issues that big tech can't really solve and solve them ourselves. Um, the good thing about Echo, for example, is that we're cross-platform. You can use this with um, you know, hardware by Apple, hardware by Google, um, game engines by Unity. Um, you're not vendor locked. When one of the big companies wants to build something, they'll probably build it for their own platform um so that's the good thing about like being a startup and like outside of it um i think that's kind of for us our moat. but for every kind of founder out there who wants to build something think about like what is the thing that you can build faster than anyone else because you're a startup I and mean, that's definitely a benefit
0: mm-hmm Great. So, from the fan companies, um, I think we have to say uh, now, man companies. Yeah. Or, and or I heard also... manga.
1: Manga is also really good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, from these companies, I also add Snapchat to the equation. Who do you think has the best chance? Um, again, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's a
1: competition with one winner. Um, the same way today, mm-hmm. all these kind of companies kind of control their own domains. Um, I think they're all. I. I. I, I think. Facebook will probably take a lot of the um kind of social kind of social vertical um Apple will probably take a lot from the um kind of hardware vertical um same with Google um there's so many things that again because we're kind of transitioning into this unknown who knows maybe Google will be the thing for like 3D search what is 3D mm-hmm. search who knows but i mean it definitely has to happen um same thing with snap snap right now is one of the leading companies when it comes to kind of ar and social now they're trying to kind of venture into e-commerce interesting we also saw shopify building 3d experiences to kind of push people so really really interesting times i think the same way um we looked at the internet 10 years ago and it wasn't obvious who needs a website and now everyone needs a website if it's a government agency or a bakery same thing with 3d and the metaverse um we're there's no one winner there's just like a platform it's a tool that you can build for different verticals um and and now we're just like trying to find you know the people to build those things and all these different kind of use cases
0: Mm -hmm. great so uh, alan how do you think web Three and the decentralized web um can be part of these metaverses
1: um, great question. I mean, again, I'm a big believer in technology, big believer in these kind of new advancements. Um, we're seeing distributed web and we're seeing, um, like we mentioned, NFTs or crypto. Um, the, these are kind of the the new technologies that people gravitate towards and the way that I feel could be, again, like a pivotal part in the metaverse. Like, again, the metaverse is a tool that could be used for anything the same way. Now we're using dollars to buy things online, but why not use crypto to buy things in the metaverse? Um, I I think it's kind of the perfect match made in heaven.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So Elon, as of our last question, how do you see the future of AR and VR and 3D content?
1: Oh, the future is so bright. The future is amazing. (laughs) Um, if people love, you know, um Ready Player One or like that those kind of um kind of stories around like literally a a digital world that is kinda attached to us. Um I really think we're heading there, and I think it's a positive thing. I think we're much more connected than we've ever been, Um, specifically now that we're, you know, with COVID and everything that's going on. We need more and more solutions to stay together, and we need more and more solutions to kind of interact with one another, if it's for shopping, if it's for social, if it's for um, anything. Um, So I'm really optimistic, and I think everyone should be really optimistic because. We're, we're in this precipice that like the hardware is there. Everyone has an AIR device in their pocket. Um, VR headsets cost less than a console. Um, They're sold out on every Black Friday. So kind of definitely, definitely, you should be optimistic as well about the prospects of this industry.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Alon, it was a pleasure having you on the All Things XR podcast. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. It was such a pleasure. I really enjoyed our conversation.